Hello, I am Cody Allingham and this is the Transformation of Value podcast. Today I talk with Simon and Jason, two British Bitcoiners who are involved in organizing meetups and events throughout the UK, as well as promoting merchant adoption of Bitcoin. Simon, also known as Hoddle Solo, is part of the Laser Eyes Cards project, is the co-founder of Bridge to Bitcoin, and organizes the Northamptonshire Bitcoin meetup. And Jason organizes the Suffolk Bitcoin meetup. I think there is a lot we can learn from this conversation and it really provided some great insight into approaches to merchant adoption and engaging with businesses as well as running Bitcoin meetups and events. Now if you want to get in touch with me please send an email to hello at thetransformationofvalue.com and I will get back to you. I do hope you enjoy this episode. If you would like to support the show please consider streaming some Satoshis via your favorite podcasting 2.0 platform such as Fountain or Breeze. Otherwise on to the show. Yeah, no, it's, um, I used to do another podcast with a good friend in, in the UK and it was always either early starts or late evenings, um, trying to just get the time zones right. Um, but it lent itself to the name of the show, which was Conversations Late at Night, my previous show. So, um, having, um, having a connection with the other side of the world is quite wonderful though. Um, Jason, Simon, welcome to the show. Um, I reached. Thanks for having us. Yeah, no, thank you. And I reached out to Jason. You run the Suffolk Bitcoin Twitter account and uh, a number of meetups there. Um, and I was sort of saying, like, look, what's happened in New Zealand in the last, um, really, last couple of months has been that we've developed a real meetup scene for Bitcoin. And I, I sort of saw what you guys have been doing for a little bit longer. And I thought, wow, you know, there must be some connections. There must be some ideas around what's happening with with your meetups and more broadly with. Uh, Bitcoin in the UK and I really wanted to get everyone together uh, along with um, Simon who's um, looking at uh, Bridge to Bitcoin which is the uh, you know merchant acceptance of Bitcoin in the UK and also some of the, the broader events um, uh, around Bitcoin and, and just get every, get us three together to just really see what we can share and learn from each other around events, Bitcoin and more generally what's happening in the space. But yeah, Jason, I mean, I, I thought maybe starting with yourself, sort of um, Suffolk Bitcoin and, and how you, how that started and what your story was with, with beginning that meetup. Yeah, um, I suppose my journey with Bitcoin really kind of started about this time last year. I, um, I heard uh, heard a UK, a UK podcast, which had Greg Foss on as a, uh, as a guest. Um, I'd been kind of in the broader crypto space for a little bit longer, but not, not too long. Um, and that interview has kind of made it all fall into place for me. That was kind of my my st- start of my journey down the rabbit hole. Um, so I guess kind of started following a few you know, Bitcoins on Twitter and just seeing what was happening generally in the UK, more broadly around the world. Um, saw there were a few meetup events in the country, but nothing around me. Um, it, this kind of was around the time that a, a coffee shop not too far from me started accepting Bitcoin's payments. So it all kind of just fell into place kind of around the same time. And I thought, well, if there's nothing happening near me, I'll just, I'll start a Twitter account, which was Suffolk Bitcoin. Because it's, it's quite a rural county out in the east of England, I thought I'll make it kind of geographically broad so that it might attract more more people. Um, and we had a few people to come to the first the first meetup, which was kind of a, an ad hoc. Oh, there's a few of us around this weekend, let's, let's go. Um, I think really having having a venue which accepts Bitcoin really helps because that's that's half the battle sometimes. If people, people will 
go to any any place and kind of spend fiat and they'll you know, begrudgingly hand it over where when the business is accepting bitcoin it's run by bitcoiners it's there's a little bit more of a buzz about it, a little bit more of a pull so there are a few of us there are a few of us at that first up and then um let's get something in the diary for maybe a month or two months down the line just give just give this kind of time to percolate through the local community um yeah. and then since then we've done a, a monthly meetup on a sunday last sunday of the month at 11 just rather than trying to figure out diary dates in your head it's easy to remember it's last sunday um and it, yeah it's, it's grown from there really um we, we simon helped me set up a telegram group which i think is probably set up 90 percent of the telegram <laughs> groups for, for the uk meetup scene um so that there's, there's people kind of chatting in that every day and it goes from real kind of like bitcoin maxi stuff down to oh, i've just bought a raspberry pi how do i get this set up and there's some real technical knowledge in there so it's, it's just really interesting it's almost yes yeah, it's, it's, it's just nice keeping in touch with people throughout the week and then when, when we have the monthly meetup it's kind of those conversations kind of quickly accelerate into the uh, the nitty-gritty and the, the, the details that people are really after yeah certainly and Simon, with um, that sort of more broadly Bitcoin events in the UK, I mean, how, how did that get started? How did you uh, begin looking at organising those things and, and what have you learned along the way? Well, I, I, I kind of started pretty much in the same way that Jason did, I suppose. It probably started for me and um, I, even though I've, you know, I've been in Bitcoin since 2013, but um, I had not really got involved with the community in any way at all. I just... Um, you know, I've been watching it from the sidelines and um, it was at the time of the Miami conference in 2022 and watching watching everything going on over in America and, and just thinking they were so far ahead of us in their meetup scenes where there's so many more of them and, and so big um, compared to compared to what it looked like there was in the UK. Um, I just, you know, just scouring around Twitter and the internet, I, I could, I found eight or so meetups around the country. Um, and they didn't seem to have huge um, turnouts for them. Um, but I, I was sort of really inspired, I suppose, by by that um, in 2022, by the, by the um, Miami conference and um, and thought that I would, I would start one myself. So I started the Northamptonshire Bitcoin Network um, at the beginning of April, I think it was um, last year. And, and then fr- from that, I thought, um, you know, where could I actually publicize this and get it out on the internet? Um, that's a sort of, sort of UK um, focused place to to kind of advertise it, if you like. And there didn't really seem to be anywhere that was that did that. Um, so I thought about starting bitcoinevents.uk so that's a website um, to to initially list my own podcast and and. Um, my uh, own meetup and um and all the others that i could find so i I, like i said i scoured twitter and dm'd a lot of the meetup organizers got the details from them you know as to which um which what the venues that they they meet up at and and then sort of used use bitcoin events to um to get that out to the world and then sort of you know we i did that i did there's a map on there um which shows the different um, locations around the UK that the meetups happen. And and looking at that from a visual point of view, you can really see where the gaps are in the country. Um, 
you know, initially there was a big space in the Suffolk, Norfolk kind of area. So, um, you know, Jason's filled that in. Um, and, and over the last 12 months, it's gradually just filled out, out that map. And um, I mean, it's still a long way to go. Um, we're still behind um, you know, countries like Germany. Germany got a great uh, meetup scene over there. Um, oh, really? Yeah, loads. Um, so that they, um, we, uh, like you might have seen, there was a tweet I put out um, from the Bitcoin events account Um I think earlier in the week, um, sort of summing up because we've just come around to the twelve month mark now, where I I started eight, twelve months ago. So I, I went back through and, and and sort of checked out the website at the the different months that I'd listed the meetups, and there was eleven meetups which I initially listed um, that were already in existence, um, and we've got thirty eight meetups now in the UK. So it's it's been huge growth in. Um, in the meetups and some, some of those are small um some might be you know three or four guys in a pub meeting up um but some of them are, are getting really big i think the biggest one probably is the london bitcoin space i mean they've got a huge catchment area down there and probably the second biggest one now i'd say is jason's um suffolk um meetup I'd, for, for, for numbers i'd say i mean i i met jason for the first time in, in person what was it was it last week or the week before um his meetup yeah, um, two weeks ago yeah and there was 25 people um at that meetup so it was yeah it was crazy um you it, you brought four of those though but well five including me yeah yeah true <laughs> that's, a, that's a good turnout though i mean yeah i mean there was there was literally nowhere to sit when we got there because um it was so full there was no seats left it was really interesting cool. so you you would say london is is the bitcoin capital of the uk or is there somewhere that has got a bit more punch per capita i think i think it's london really yeah that's interesting because it, we've found it's a little bit different in new zealand um we've uh, had a, a number of meetups here and obviously auckland is our biggest city you know uh, 1.5 million people but actually uh, christchurch which is a lot smaller um seems to have yeah the Bitcoin heart, um, bit of a shout out down south, but um, we went to a meet up there a couple of weeks ago and just the turnout was great. Um, the, the kind of the attitude towards Bitcoin, um, it really seemed to click with just the way this, the city kind of is and, and sort of what what its values are. And um, it's, it's a little bit more of a rural place, I would say. It's still a city, but it's, it's a lot more surrounded by farmland and that sort of thing. And I have noticed a connection. And I wonder if it's similar with Suffolk where you've got, I imagine, a lot of farmland out that way. And maybe that sort of sense of real that real physical connection, which maybe if you're in London, you know, there's less of that sort of um, that connection to what Bitcoin really stands for. So I don't know. That's just an observation that I've found uh, with one data point. But uh, I don't know what your thoughts are on that, uh, Jason. Yeah, there's, um, there's quite a, where I live, um, Barry's Edmonds, there's quite a thriving market scene. So if, uh, twice a week, there's a market in the town centre. Like a farmer's market type thing. Yeah. Yeah. So there's lots of grocers, kind of uh, plants, uh, meat, you know, just the, the usual things, which I suppose, yeah, that, that, that kind of rural rural feel of uh exchanging produce and things like that is put and probably thinking a little bit more uh, it's more self more self-sovereign you know like yeah I, i'm not i and i clearly did claim not everybody who locally is employed in that uh you know is employed in agriculture 
Um, but I think there's something to that. I think there is a yeah, certainly like and, use, and using cash as well, cash payments. So clearly, that a lot of the market stores will be will, will take cash o- over card as a preference. Um, so I think I think there are clear connections there. I, I wouldn't have thought that having having tried to uh, speak to a few businesses about kind of Bitcoin just kind of locally, it's it's not on anyone's radar. It's not you know they need a lot more touch points before they will you know even entertain the thought of Bitcoin payments because it, it just sounds like they're too scary, too futuristic. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the their thinking is, but I think there's still a big leap. For lots of our local businesses and market traders to to accept Bitcoin. Yeah, well, that's I mean um, an ongoing challenge. But I think I mean my observations, well, with Auckland and you know maybe there's some similarities with London. It's it's kind of you know quite a, an urban city, very cosmopolitan, and there's a sort of this distance. Um, and obviously, there's a lot of fintech in, in London, so you might find that there's a more of an attraction for the shitcoin side of things with with that. Um, but yeah, that kind of real connection that self-sovereign aspect i do think that there's an emerging connection between those two that we're seeing globally um things like the beef initiative all of that stuff where it's like that kind of change in an urban structure and just the way we engage um with each other um financially um is becoming cognizant uh, so yeah certainly it's an interesting point there but um uh, coming back to your work um simon just looking at this broader aspect of you know, merchant acceptance and kind of getting shops using Bitcoin, creating that circular economy. I mean, how's, how's that been tracking in the UK? I mean, is there, obviously there's a cafe in Suffolk, in Suffolk where I can go and buy, buy yeah. coffee with Bitcoin, but I mean, more broadly, what what's the scene like for that in the UK? Um, well, it's growing. Um, that That's the, like the, you know, with the meetups as well. It's, it's um, when you look at the graphs of um, adoption up and that's, you know, going back to why I started, um, Bitcoin events was because I had a real interest in in merchant adoption as well, and and there was that sort of revelation that I had kind of early on that meetups work hand in hand with the merchant adoption side of things. So you know if you've got, if you've got a meetup with thirty guys um, regularly, um, you know meeting up in the pub and one of you can can onboard the local butchers or the local ice cream parlor or whatever it is you know you can direct those guys to to that business and guarantee that business um you know a constant stream of sats if you like so um i think in the past maybe when before the lightning network there was a lot of businesses that did start to accept well not a lot but you know there was businesses that started to accept bitcoin but they they didn't really get any customers. Um, and so, you know, businesses change hands and staff changes and they weren't really, um, a lot, a lot of the, it faded away after a way, but after a while, but, um, if you, if you can focus the community, um, in, in each area of, of the country w- with a meetup, you can then, you can use that as leverage a to, to get the business, um, some new customers, um, but B to, just to sort of um um guarantee them some some constant inflow of sats so um that's what what we did um so bridge to bitcoin was was a business that we kind of started alongside uh bitcoin events if you like and that's a partnership with me and and uh two guys chris and james um so we we really leveraged the the meetup 
um, scene across the UK to to help. To, I mean, what what we basically realised along the way is that we're we're a marketing company. So we, if a business accepts Bitcoin, um, we then market that business to the Bitcoin community. So it's a guarantee um, that they're going to have this whole new set of customers that otherwise wouldn't have known about their business. Um, and um, you know, and there's and there's really no downside for them. It's it's not like it's um, it doesn't cost them anything. We don't charge for our services. I mean, I'm, I'm on a Zoom call almost every night now with um, different businesses that we we're getting set up. Um, we just did the um, a, a huge. Um, it's called the Hospitality Restaurant and Catering Expo in um, in London, and it was over three days. And uh, and so we we went down there, bridge to Bitcoin, and 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 exhibited down there, and sort of advertised our services, I suppose, to to the the normie world um, for the first time. We we'd normally just been operating sort of within the the Bitcoin space, but this was really getting out there into the non Bitcoin world, um, and we had massive um, success from it. We we um, we got a hundred and eight leads um, from different businesses and, and a lot of those businesses are well not, not you know there are s- several of those businesses that are, are chains of businesses chains of convenience stores chains of restaurants um hotels so um it's going to take us months to go through the list now and follow follow up with all these businesses but um the way that we sell it to them is that we the meetup scene is a is a growing um thing in this country and it's a and and bitcoin is a really loyal you know we would like I, I was at jason's um meet up and and that's it's a fair old drive for me we drive a long way out of our way to to visit a business that it's just because they accept bitcoin so once the once these businesses sort of realize there's no downside to it um you know they they were they were loving it they were especially the, there was a lot of businesses there that were you know owned by there were new startup businesses young couples um um there was they they kind of get it anyway um so there's just no downside to them for it and um so they they were they were loving it so it, it's really i think very positive for for what's going on the meetup scene's growing that we've gone we've got about 150 businesses i think in the uk at the moment that accept bitcoin and you know i know we're not going to get all 108 of these leads over the line but but um if we get half of them that's that's a it's going to be a massive surge of businesses you know yeah yeah um and jason with um the cafe in suffolk that sort of was the beginning of this um was that a place that you knew about before like how did they begin accepting bitcoin like what was their story to um doing that um the owner's brother is is quite well known in the Bitcoin scene. Okay, so he he onboarded them. I see, um, and that was a massive pull for lots of people. Yeah, um, and it's still there. So people go out of the way and uh, just because they know that that's where his brother his brother works. Um, I think they they just took the leap. That, okay, we'll see, we'll see what happens. And they, the, like Sam says, it's uh, people will drive. So the first time the first time I went there, there was a chap from about an hour and a half away he just come on his motorbike with his girlfriend to have a cup of coffee because he could pay his sats yeah and you know he filmed it with some 
you know, impressive HD camera and you know, love it every second of it. Yeah. <laughs> so my, my learnings and sort of sharing kind of where we're at with that in New Zealand here, like um, we have, you know, a handful of places. If you go on BTC map, there's a few places that accept Bitcoin. But as I said, a couple of weeks ago, we went down to Christchurch for the BitKiwi meetup, which was um, very well organized. And we actually had a, a bit of a dinner that night. So at the bar that we were at, um, well, two things. So at the bar, we had the meetup. Uh, they did, they were a fair venue, um, but the BitKiwi guys um, have come up with this really great system of uh, using lightning um, and having a tab with the bar. So the event organizers, um, you know, in this case, BitKiwi, basically have a you know prearrange a tab with the bar, and then um, they have a lightning setup so you can pay um, some sats. And then you get a small, you know, sort of token that you then take up to the bar and they kind of collect that at the end of the night. Um, and they can kind of see how many drinks that they have gone through the bar. Um, and then BitKiwi settle that in fiat. Um, they get the non-KYC sats. Um, and everyone's really happy. And, um, that's actually, um, proven to be a really great way when, in, in, for example, in New Zealand, where we don't have a huge amount of venues that accept Bitcoin at the moment, that systems work really well and people get to use their, their lightning wallets. Um, they've got a really cool setup when you scan the lightning QR code in, in the venue corner where we're having our meetup. Um, it plays a little bit of Pink Floyd money, um, <laughs> you know, the cha-ching. And um, that that's, system's worked really well. But then that night, um, we all went out um, and had a, a dinner at a Cambodian place that did actually accept Bitcoin. And it was like, yeah, we all went out of our way. I flew down to Christchurch for this, you know, an hour, an hour flight just to be there. And we all had this big dinner and um, we all paid, paid with lightning at the end. And it just talking to the owner, you know, as a Cambodian guy, you know, he's, we, we got to know each other. And I was like, man, there's, there's certainly the social aspect that you can connect over with when you pay over Bitcoin, you know. So I've, I've really enjoyed um, going through that process. And it sounds like it's sort of the same with what you're doing in Suffolk. You know, people are going out of their way to come to this venue. You're building those new connections. And then perhaps you'll find people start collaborating they start thinking hey look let's start a business we've got this idea and getting it seems like getting people in the room is very valuable you know yeah absolutely the um i kind of liken it to join a sports team i've kind of i've moved around the country uh, well around great britain uh, in my life and i've always played team sports so when you join a new club you kind of instantly get kind of a, a new network of friends um, and there's that connection over you know the shared passion of the sport. You can you can talk about tactics, talk about kind of how your season been going so far, all those kind of things. You have that kind of instant connection, but it, it still takes a while to develop those kind of, uh, kind of deep connections, I suppose, and friendships within that network. But I found the opposite with Bitcoin; it's just instant. There's just there's uh, straight away there's that shared understanding of the level that you're kind of thinking and operating at, uh, the things that you've been reading, the things. The, the ideas you're you know chewing over in your mind yeah um and, and it just kind of it it cuts so much time out of getting to mix it, it just instantly you can you have a shared uh shared point for which to start a conversation and inst- and quickly move on through the friendship so you know the people that come to the meetups we teach other maybe you know once a month for a few hours but every time it's, it feels like meeting meeting someone that you've known for years when actually it's not it's once yeah. or twice sometimes the um the conversation i say in the telegram they're, they're just really interesting because there's, there's a broad range of topics um yeah yeah and the level of technical expertise and they're like i said earlier it's just 
you know, I just sit on the sidelines quite a lot of time, just just kind of washing it's washing over my head because I'm, I'm yeah, it's lost on me. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, no, there's a lot of yeah, it's, it's, tech, you know you've got the best people in the room. They're very technical, and you can learn a lot from them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's, there's, there's blokes setting up the nodes um, like for the first time and talking about. Um, inheritance planning and you know all the different multi-sigs and options and ways around it and yeah it's just it's, it's fascinating i think certainly like the inheritance planning is, is is key for lots of people at the moment because generally you're the only person in the family that is in this space so knowing how to preserve your sats for your, yeah for your, for your wife or children i think that's yeah um Sorry, I'm circling back to mm. Simon, um, just talking about the Bitcoin Events UK and, and how you've really been able to get these leads and generate new business uh, interest in accepting Bitcoin. Um, that's actually um, really similar to something that I've been working on um, uh, here in New Zealand. And I, I believe you might know, do you know Rob um, as part of Laser, Laser <laughs> I do, Eyes? I, I do, yeah. I was yeah. going to mention that. Yeah. So um, Yeah, he, he's, he's been a guest in, on this podcast, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah. So um, I've had Rob on the show. I met him at the, uh, for the first time uh, in Christchurch the other week at this particular meetup as well. I'd, I'd known him, uh, you know, digitally before that. But um, right. he's, he's a great guy. He's uh, from from the UK originally, right. and um, he, uh, he so he's part of the Laser Eyes Cards project as well. And um, he's working on accept he's, yeah. yeah accept Bitcoin and uh, accept Bitcoin NZ and looking at. Yep. Similar to what, in a way, because we had this conversation just the other day and, and sort of what you said around building a pipeline for um, sending Bitcoiners to, uh, to to venues and to um, shops that accept Bitcoin. That was kind of something that we, we sort of came to as well as a conclusion is that um, building a website, you know, getting some nice material, kind of thinking of it as a marketing company. Um, and then mm. effectively the outcome is that look, we've sent Bitcoiners your way and they're going to go out of their way. You know, I'll, I'll go anywhere. If there's anywhere in my city that's going to do a coffee or going to cut my hair, I'll go there no matter how bad the haircut is, mm. um, <laughs> you know, um, or how good it is, I yeah. should say. But like that seems like it's a really powerful vehicle um, to get those touch points. And so I guess where we got to was building a website and, you know, my background is photography and design. So I've been working on um, building a bit of a visual identity for you know, businesses, you know, smiling faces, get a nice real profile shot of the owner. Um, and we've done, I've done that for one place so far, but we want to get a few more um, as we build the new website. Um, but then sort of tell their story, you know, because for each shop, I imagine their story is going to be a little bit different. For some of them, it's like, hey, the transaction fees on the card, you know, traditional cards is too high or, hey, you know, I actually really want to just support this yeah. network. They're going to each have their reason. And if you can kind of give the case studies, um, and then really prompt people visiting that site to say, hey, why don't you submit your business? Here's how you get started. Are you a service business? Give Breeze a go. Are you, um, you, you know, a tradesperson? Give this a go. This is how you set up um, your integration with your accounting software. Here's some ideas you need to consider for your tax considerations. We're not going to give tax advice, but these are the things you should probably think about. And give it just a bit yeah. of info because we haven't got much in New Zealand at all about the kind of that technical side of, hey, how do I account for this stuff? Where do I find info about it? Finding, giving all of that. And then when they're finally ready to set themselves up, they can submit their business to us. And then we'll find somebody to go there and give them that touch point. So within a couple of days, maybe in a couple of weeks, someone's gone out there and said, hey, I want to pay in Bitcoin. And then they get that touch point. And I think that's, I'd like to hear your perspective, Simon, but I feel like that's really important is to make sure they, they have that touch point of someone actually trying to come and pay with Bitcoin, you know? Hmm. Yeah, first of all, I've I've never actually met Rob um, in in 
real life but we've talked a lot um via zoom and um, we have a we have like a fort a fortnightly um laserized meeting so um i feel like i know him yeah um and um i think that came out of chris chris and peter who's also part of um laser eyes um met him at the bitcoin beach here in um in the uk in, in wales and um so so you know it's, an, it's another example of how of what can happen coming out of um when people bitcoins meet in real life but yeah i mean it uh, it does help a lot when when businesses see that other businesses local to them are accepting bitcoin as well so um we, we use that when we went to the excel um the this expo that we've just been to we had some big boards printed which had quotes from the businesses that are accepting big uh, bitcoin a, a range of businesses there was a hotel and a pub um there's there's a restaurant in london um that's um, been very successful they're, they're having um every every two months i think there's a kind of a a, a bitcoin meetup at those at that business and they've had 40 50 Bitcoiners um, turn up for those. It's a really big one. Um, it's not really an official meetup as such, um, but but it it's bringing a huge amount of business to 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 this this restaurant. That otherwise, wouldn't have got it. But um, but showing these these quotes was was a real big eye opener. I think for some of the um, business people that were coming past and seeing our stand. Once they once they I could see people. St- stopping and reading those and actually saying oh okay you know there are other businesses accepting bitcoin there are there's a hotel you know this isn't just um bitcoin isn't just used for people trading you know i think that's what a lot of people think just assume that bitcoin is is people trying to get rich on on the internet and the, the connection there isn't with a lot of people that it's a currency and i think that's what we need to do a lot is 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 show people that it's actually a currency. I mean, it's designed to be a currency. Um, so once they make that connection and realize that they can acquire some of this, um, you know, magic internet money by um, by just accepting it at their business, um, it it does make make a big difference. And and I, and I found when I, when I go to businesses and we go in and and talk to them, it, it's much easier when you can say, well, you know, Joe down the road at the hairdressers, he's accepting Bitcoin um and they're like okay um you know there's a bit of a network effect that starts and and quite often i've I've found you'll go go into a business there was a there's a skateboard shop not not too far from me um that i onboarded and um and while i was in there chatting to him he just said oh you should go over to the there's a burger van just across the way there um you should go and talk to him because i've talked to him about trading bitcoin before and and um and so I, i went over to talk to that guy so it was an easy it was a much easier sell to him. He he was like in a few minutes. He was like, "Yeah, why not?" Um, yeah. So he was accepting Bitcoin. But it it was it's that building that network effect. Um, that a lot of the work I didn't have to just guess which was going to be the next business to to look at. Yeah, the community sort of did did a lot of my job for me. Yeah. So so just um, following up on that. So number one, social proof, right? So you've got say. A- one business mm. down the road and then the next one it's easy to say hey you know that's these yeah. guys are accepting bitcoin why don't you but i'd love to hear yeah. um or two questions so number one what pitch and what sort of angle in terms of bitcoin um if someone's open-minded because if they don't want to know about it then they're not going to know about it but if they're at least curious what have you found works um you know best and then also 
Um, in terms of the fiat question, people wanting to um, convert their Bitcoin into fiat, how often and and is that question come up and, and how do you answer that question? Oh, the pitch. So the pitch, yeah, I mean, the pitch is basically that we're a marketing business um, and we, if they accept Bitcoin, we will market their business to the Bitcoin community. So we have, um, you know, our, our Twitter account's got, uh, I think, like, 1500 nearly 2000 um followers um people that want to spend their bitcoin um and want to know about businesses that are accepting bitcoin will follow our twitter account and so we'll mark we'll market their business we we put them on the map there's the btc maps project we put them on that we put them on our own map that we've got on the um on our website and it's a it's a it's a free service as well for starters. I mean, if we were charging for it, um, we wouldn't get many takers. I don't think so. There's there's no cost for them. We set we help them set set up. We we help them um, decide what's the best solution for their business. Um, whether they've got you know set staff members, it's going to be a little bit different from if they're just a burger van and and it's one guy. You know, they probably just need wallet satoshi or something, and that and they're up and running. Um, we we provide them sometimes. Well, quite often we give them the you know the Bitcoin accepted here stickers and um, and that kind of stuff. But um, I think once they realise that we are part of a community and and another great like when we were at the um, the XL um, Expo that that was paid for. That I mean that was quite expensive to get a an actual exhibitors um place there uh, and that was paid for by the bitcoin community that was we had donations given to us um and some funding so we, we sort of used that as part of the pitch as well to, to demonstrate how loyal and how passionate the community is about pushing adoption um and in increasing adoption um so so yeah, there's really no drawback, and once they realise that, and that we're not trying to sell them Bitcoin, and um, we're we're trying to bring them new customers that they wouldn't otherwise have had. But then you know the the, the Trojan horse part of it is that you know once they're holding Bitcoin, um, they will begin to learn about it a little bit. You know they're going to start looking as we all did. You know we all bought a little bit to start with just to to make a bit of money. Uh, most people did, and. Um, and then as you're holding it, you want to understand it and you want to understand why why it is this 500 quid that you've spent is now worth 2,000 mm. quid, you know? So, um, it, and, and that hopefully that's what will happen with the businesses. And we've had that with some of the businesses. There's a, there's a, there's a pub um, in London, there's two, they have two um, different pubs and, and the, fir the, first bit, the first pub, he wanted to convert to Fiat, um, and then when they we set up the the second pub, he he decided. She said, "said you know, I think at this pub, I think we're gonna um, keep the keep the Bitcoin at this one." So it'd gone quite quickly from from saying no, no, we're gonna we're gonna ex change it straight to fiat um, to deciding, okay, yeah, no, we'll we'll keep the Bitcoin because he he was beginning to meet Bitcoiners then. He was beginning to think, okay, maybe there's, he was listening to conversations perhaps as well that were going on in the pub and then thinking, okay, there's maybe a bit more to this. Yeah. But, but the, the, your second, yeah, your second question about, about converting to fiat. I mean, they, the benefit that we've have, and I don't know if, if, if coin corner, I don't think coin corners um, available down there in no, New Zealand. No. I don't think it is. Um, that was a big, um, 
sort of plus point, I suppose, big benefit for us where they have made it very easy to to change for the merchant to swap d- just directly to fiat. So, you know, someone goes into a cafe and spends £20 worth of Bitcoin, it goes over the Bitcoin network, but then as it arrives in the merchant's account, it is changed to back to pounds. So, so there, there's no tax liabilities or anything with capital gains there's no um there's no worry for them about volatility so i mean and that and that's another reason when we explain that to to merchants there is absolutely no downside to accepting bitcoin because they don't even have to handle bitcoin you know if they've got a negative kind of view of it to start with it's purely just bringing in um new customers so there is, it's a big bonus um, that we have. Um, I suppose in in the US they they have strike and things like that. That I think probably do something um, similar. Um, and and you know hopefully Coin Corner will and, and other businesses like it will will um, start doing that in in New Zealand. But yeah, um, I, th- I think um, it, it is a hard to sell when you can't say to them, okay, if you don't. If you're bothered about the the uh, volatility, you don't understand Bitcoin. You don't have to hold Bitcoin. Um, yeah, it, it is a bit of a harder sell. Playing on hard mode, so, and and that's when I was talking yeah. to talking to you, Jason, about that because I was sort of curious how your cafe did it, um, and and that we have your meetup, and you just said, yeah, that's just Vault Pay, and then you got I think they just convert straight to fiat or something. Um, and I was like, wow, that's so cool. Cause I mean, we just, we don't have that facility here. And so we've only really got hardcore Bitcoiners who are the business owners at the moment, uh, sort of early days. Yeah. There's, there's two coffee shops or tea rooms in, in Suffolk that accept, uh, Bitcoin and they both use Coin Corner. Um, I think what, um, the first place that the Suffolk Jungle Room, that's what the, um, that was the first place in Suffolk. Uh, so that's, um, Daniel Prince's brother. So that's kind of like the, that was the initial, like the big pull for lots of people. Um, I think they're just hodling. Um, and the other place, they they just sell for fear because they just, like Sam said, they just see it as an extra an extra way to attract people. Um, I would hope that you know within twelve months when they start seeing this regular flow of people, I say regular, but you know we, we meet. So because we've got two venues now, we alternate each month once to, you know, to share the sats around. Yeah. But because Bury is a market town and it's uh, historical, there's a nice tourist attraction. People that come to our meetups um, will come to Berry kind of throughout the month, and now that's the place they go for their kind of cup of tea and their lunch. Yeah, and it's it's not on the high street, so it's a it, it, you, know, you have to you have to look for it. So yeah, those people wouldn't be going there if it weren't for the bit if it weren't for Bitcoin. Yeah, and it, it might be kind of four or five extra customers a month, um, but you know. For a, for a small independent business, that that can be a lot. And then, as Simon said, um, our last meetup there was twenty five of us, and it, I booked a table for ten. I was like, I was expecting eight, <laughs> and then um, more people kept coming through the door. It was, it was just that, 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 I could see that like, the owner looking at me, kind of going, mm, who, "Who are these people?" I was like, "Not a clue." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, that's cool. Um, I just, I guess, a question for both of you. Um, in terms of sort of circling back to the community side of things and and meetups, like what what makes a successful community? What are the challenges you've had with communities, um, especially things like Telegram and, and that? Like, how do you? What's your approach to that? What have you found are some really 
you know, um, important things to, to aim for to have a, a successful meetup, a successful Bitcoin community, wherever it may be in the UK? Yeah, well, I, th- I think the sort of the, the model that I've I've sort of tried to um, recommend to people um, is to is to get a Telegram group going. I think um, because I mean a lot of what we do, I suppose, as Bitcoin is goes around um, Twitter these days. So um, I think the the best sort of way to do it is to to create a a Twitter account for for the meetup, and then create a telegram group as well and then you get the word out on twitter um because it's great for you know networking and everybody retweeting things from other meetups and then uh, funneling those people that are kind of interested in that area into that telegram group and then once you've got that telegram group with a you know once you've got 10 or so people you can start talking about venues you know where people are around that different area the county wherever it is that you you're um you're located and start deciding on times. And I think I'd, I'd, I'd try to, va- I've varied the time of my meetup. I think Jason's got a good model there with just having it as the, the last Sunday of every, um, of every month that, that seems to work well. I think we, we've, we've kind of tried to like, we, because Bedford is not too far from us. So we, we've, we sometimes go to the, um, the Bedford, um, Peter Cormack's, um, Bedford games um we're doing that this month actually because it's the last game of the season and there's a big meetup um before before the game so we're gonna we sort of tie in our our meetup with the Bedford meetup if you like because there isn't a Bedford meetup which other than the, the football one so we, we we haven't sort of had a, a, a set date if you like that we that we have it but um, and so our numbers are up and down we might have five people at our meetup one week and then and the most we've had was 22 um, so it varies quite a lot, but um, yeah, I think like doing a, getting a simple logo, I think some people sort of overlook that and I, I, you know, I mess around with Photoshop a bit. So I've, I've helped a lot of the meetups do their, do their logos. So just a telegram group, um, a Twitter account and having a logo to kind of get the brand kind of going and, and, and brand it and then, um, um, and just let it build from there. And, and at the moment, you know, I mean, I've, I've been saying it for ages, but where we've been kind of in a bear market all through this year that we've been building this, it is a great time to get a Bitcoin meetup started um, because what you get at the meetup is just hardcore Bitcoiners. You're not getting so many people that are really curious about, they've heard about it because the price is going crazy um, and they're coming along to a meetup because um, they want to get rich or something. It's, it's, Bitcoiners that understand Bitcoin. Well, it's, it's a good so it's, yeah, it's a good way to build the foundations, right? So you've got a good meetup yeah. culture to start with, and then when the people come in, eventually yeah. you're ready to go. Very very important, yeah. And I think yeah, so get, get and and then get that foundation right, so that when we do have the next bull run, um, we've got all that in place, and and the educational side of it you you've got other members of the meetup you know you can trust that are not check coiners and they're not gonna they they are gonna give that right message out so does that reflect your experience as well jason in terms of what makes your um telegram group you, you know your, your your twitter all of that successful like yeah I'm, I'm i'm not i'm not sure um why or how it's worked really <laughs> um i think we just got lucky with the, the people that are um in, in the area um I'm very, I, beyond kind of sharing a, a, a place and a date and a time to meet, um, you know, it, it's very much a, a community rather than like my club. 
So I, I in terms of like moderating the chat and in the telegram, things like that, there's, there's, there's no need to do that because like, like I said earlier, everybody's on the same wavelength and it's, it's, it just handles itself. Um, mm. In terms of Twitter, I'd, I will kind of in, engage with things that I find interesting or, or retweet or like things that I, I think were useful to people. Like, you know, if there's, I don't know, an interesting new story or a, a, a new place locally that's accepting, or even if it's you know, somewhere else in the country, because inevitably you've got friends and family around the country. It's just raising the raising the profile of those of those businesses. Like Simon said, it, they're a marketing, you know, Bishop Bitcoin, they're a marketing agency effectively. So we're part of that community so yeah it's just just really aware of that, of that business yeah um i suppose it's it's reducing the friction as well for other people that they, they just it, it helps normalize the word bitcoin a bit more and i think when you my experience of talking to businesses about it the, the they're very much they're scared of the price volatility because that's what all they've heard about generally um the scare is going to be um a scam or something like that or if this thing, I can't afford a full one. How can I? I haven't got twenty thousand pounds lying around to buy one. And it's like Sam said, you know, we're not asking you to buy a bitcoin. Mm. I'm saying there are people that want to come and give you bitcoin <laughs> for the things that you're selling. That works really well, I think, as that sort of flipping it. Um, and and you know, it's it's basically free free marketing. And you know, what business is going to turn that down? Um, but I guess one thing, just coming back to the community side, so I mean, something we've found in New Zealand, um, obviously a lot smaller here, but um, keeping conversations, um, you know, focused, keeping conversations, sort of digital, uh, you know, telegram groups and things, always running into these sort of challenges around, you know, they get too big, they get unwieldy, you get shit coiners come in, you get different things happen. And I've been very co- cognizant of that myself. And, you know, finding the signal has always been, um, on my mind, making sure that there's a, a degree of curation but not censorship. Um, there's a degree of moderation but not being overbearing. Um, especially, I mean, we're in a bear market, as you say, but coming into the bull market um, when there's, you know, everyone is wanting to get in on it, um, challenges around things kind of getting unwieldy. I don't know, is that something that you've encountered at all or have you found by keeping it quite localized, each group has their own telegram group um, that you don't have those issues? Yeah, I, I would. I, I think everyone's got. I think all the communities have got their own Telegram group. Um, Simon has set one up for the people that run the local media group. So there's, you know, there's about forty of us in that group. So if if someone has, oh, I've got a meetup coming up this week, they drop it into that Telegram, and then all the all the admins of the Twitter groups can go and retweet it again, just to raise awareness of it. Um, I think it's an interesting point, though, as as the price as number goes up you might start getting more people coming in just to ask questions. So then it might be, okay, the people in here have been here through the bear market. They're asking kind of specific technical questions. And now they're answering the same question again about, no, don't use that exchange. No, don't buy that car. It, it, it could get, it could get difficult, but um, it's not something that we've encountered so far. It, it hasn't been on my, on my radar just yet. Um, but yeah, no, that's, um, that's great. So the, um, the meetups that are going good. I mean, it sounds similar numbers to what we get with um, with the BitKiwi meetups that I've been at. Um, you know, sort of twenty to thirty people. Um, are they and, always in Christchurch, or do they move no, around? No, they do move around. So we've had most of them here in the capital in Wellington. 
Um, okay. And then Christchurch was sort of our, our out-of-town one. But uh, as I said, Christchurch is beginning to feel like it's the Bitcoin capital of New Zealand. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm really liking it. In fact, the city's growing on me. You might know they had an earthquake um, uh, a number of years ago and the city's kind of been rebuilding from that. So it's kind of a nice um, rejuvenation of the city as well and some new thinking. Yeah. But um, hey, look, um, Jason and Simon, it's been really great to chat. I, I had some other questions uh, that I wanted to go over, but I think maybe that will be for another call just about sort of the public perceptions of Bitcoin and sort of where it's at um, in, in that space. But really, I, I'm really glad we've, we were able to catch up around sort of this merchant acceptance and meetup stuff, which is really what I, I wanted to, to get into because we're kind of, you guys are a lot further along in that journey in the UK than we are here in New Zealand, but we're sort of looking at what you're doing and say, man, we really want to bring some of that thinking here. And it's it's really curious how we've kind of come along to the same conclusions around marketing Bitcoin businesses, mm. offering that as a thing, building a website out, approaching people. And um, certainly Rob Rob uh, has helped with that and, and a few other people who you've, um, Simon, you've um, uh, talked to. Yeah, we've had conversations with Rob actually, obviously, um, yeah. about it. So, you know, I mean, I mean Bridge to Bitcoin is... Um, the the method that we're using is is you know a free and open source. So we're we're you know it's it's it, we're just happy to um to help all other countries. We've we've spoken with some guys in Iceland as well, and um um I think um, where else were oh, some Fr- some guys in France. Um, where, whenever there's other groups of people that want to kind of do this similar thing, we're happy to to talk to people. So if there's anybody out there that wants to get in touch with Bridge to Bitcoin and, and sort of learn a little bit about what, what we do and how we can help you. Um, we're happy to um, happy for, to have that conversation with people. Yeah, sure. Um, well, look, um, wrapping things up, guys. So um, it'd be great, you know, how do you want people to, to follow along, um, get in touch? Um, what's um, starting with yourself, Simon? Like if people do want to reach out to you, how, how can they find you? Um, well, Twitter's probably the best place. I mean, I'm Hoddle Solo on Twitter, and in my bio, there's um, links there to my my meetup and Bitcoin events and Bridge to Bitcoin and and Laserized Cards, as we've we've mentioned, which is um, a partnership with five of us um, with um, doing the bulk cards, the NFC bulk cards, but they're just better because they've got Laserized. Yes. Um, so. Um, so yeah, check out um, laserize.cards um, to have a look at the the gallery of the cards that we've got on there. Um, but yeah, Twitter's the best place, Hoddle Solo. Um, and um, give me a follow. Sweet, thank you. And Jason? Um, I think there's going to be far more interesting people on Twitter to follow than me. Um, but there's um, if you do, it's at Suffolk Bitcoin yeah. on Twitter. And again, I think there's an Instagram page there, but it's, it's, it's just local stuff. <laughs> Yeah. No, hey, look, I really appreciate it from both of you. And as I said, this has been really great to um, share these ideas as we kind of begin the journey. I think probably the big missing part for us at the moment in New Zealand is that fiat um, off-ramp, the easy kind of way like you have with Coin, Coin Corner, um, though that hopefully will um, become a thing in, in the next little while, um, having that uh, something like that available. Um, but more broadly, getting Bitcoin businesses online, places in every city, every town, having at least some one place you can go. Uh, to build that community up um, and um, get people talking about it. So I do hope we can all catch up in the UK. I would like to go visit there um, perhaps next year or um, later this year. Um, I, got, I definitely um, would love to see what's going on over, over that side of the world. But I, hey, I appreciate both of your time and, um, yeah, hopefully we can keep in touch. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah. Great. Nice see to meet you, Cody. Have a good day. All right, thanks, Jason. Thanks, Simon. All right.